Welcome to Uprooted from Oakland. I am your host, Tony Fry, and there's a lot to talk about tonight. Um, last night, we had a great conversation with Kim and Coliseum Sewage, but my audio was so terrible, I cannot put it on the podcast feed. So if you only listen to this show via the podcast feed, be sure to swing by our YouTube page and watch it. Um, you can fast forward through my parts. They sound horrible. Um, but listen to the guests because they sound great and they brought a lot of um, good insights and stories and observations to the to the conversation. I had no intentions of doing a second show this week, but today we got the renderings for the Las Vegas A's stadium. And let me just tell you, they're not great. I mean, as far as stadiums go, it's a bit goofy looking right out of the gate, but the fact that there's no way on earth this rendering is on nine acres creates more questions than it answers. Um, also, there's no Bally's development anywhere in the renderings, but the MGM Grand is featured prominently in every single shot which kind of makes you think maybe Manfred saw these renderings literally seconds before he told Susan Slesser that the A's were near a deal with MGM. Um, and that was the cause of his confusion because just if you didn't know, that's exactly what it looks like in these renderings. Um, Twitter user at Polly uh, did a bit of Google map detective work and estimated that the footprint for the stadium is probably closer to 15 or 16 acres with uh, a roof line at least as high as the 38-story MGM and an arch that has to be near 600 feet. Now, that seems obviously comically large and um, impossible to do because they don't have 15 or 16 acres to play with. Um, and as last night's guest, Coliseum Sewage, uh, stated on Twitter, this is obviously a man's in, uh, measurement of nine acres. If you factor in the massive entryway and the concourse surrounding the park, these renderings have taken the entirety of the 36 of the reported 35 acres now occupied by Bally's. Um, seems like it'll be difficult to get that new hotel built when you tear down the Tropicana and replace it with, you know, way more buildings than they have acreage for. Somehow, uh, someone within the AIDS organization has commented that these early renderings are more of an example of what could be and will be adjusted as time goes. Um, you know, when Bailey says, uh, get that crap off our new casino land, but if that's the case, why release them at all? And um, having worthless renderings isn't really more valuable than no renderings at all. And these particular renderings look like an AI-generated image if the prompt were a stadium facing MGM Grand with a uh, semi-retractable roof because they took elements from the current A site, such as the pre-Mount Davis outfield and a massive foul territory that actually might be a little bit bigger than Oakland's current territory, um, and Emily, uh, elements from Wembley Stadium, which has a semi-retractable roof. So if you think that the, um, that this is an AI-generated thing, that's where it got the images from. There's a well-reputed architect involved with this project, but this feels like a rush job that everyone involved should be ashamed of um, and should be ashamed to have their name attached to. In fact, the architect, Brad Schrock, I believe is how you say that, said, um, from the minute we stepped onto the Tropicana site nearly – Two years ago, it was immediately obvious what a fantastic fit it would be for a new uh, A's ballpark in Las Vegas. So let me get this straight. You looked at the place two years ago and loved it, but still threw together the rendering seemingly last minute. Also, if this was such a great location, why was it preceded by at least two other sites with binding agreements? Um, it, it, yeah. Different representative, same BS. 
But the regular representative of BS also chimed in um, by saying, we hope our project goes beyond a traditional ballpark and serves as the catalyst for community development and engagement, which is just corporate talk nothingness that was probably churned out by chat GPT. Uh, man, AI has taken a beating on tonight's show. So Twitter user Jason Karsh also pointed out that um, it also should be noted that there's no way that the entrance onto the streets would happen. The bridges exist precisely so there are no crosswalks. People can't get onto Las Vegas Boulevard and traffic keeps moving. And he also notes that despite all that, the intersection is still notoriously congested. So the layout is already completely moot. The whole rendering is moot. So those are the renderings, which may or may not be too big for the land and may or may not be opposite the section Bally's is designating for the A's and may or may not um, knock airplanes out of the sky with an arch 60 stories tall right in the flight path and may or may not feature pedestrian entrances that can't exist. Just another home run for the A's front office, all because they couldn't take a yes from Oakland. The details for the A's legislation were also released as a draft today, um, but still not presented to the Nevada, Nevada legislature as of this recording. Now, by the end of this recording, it's very possible that it might be because news has just started coming out that they have um, done a, what do they call it, behind the bar um, uh, deal. They're expected to introduce it shortly on the floor. So that could be any minute now from um, from right this second. So. Whatever. Um, I mentioned last night that Democrats and Republicans may be prepping for a stalemate as the Republican governor says he won't sign a budget until the legislature passes his agenda items, one of which is this stadium. And Democrats are saying they won't even consider those agenda items until the budget is signed, which honestly seems like a fair sticking point to me. Um, you got to know where the money is. Late last night, the governor of Nevada did a Q&A with one of the local news stations where he passed the buck on half the questions saying, well, you'll have to ask the A's about that. To which my response is, you should have asked the A's about that and should know their answer at this point. Questions like, will the team actually invest in the payroll should be pertinent to the governor trying to get it through, especially with this ownership group and this team. Um, I mean, I digress a little bit, but the most telling quote uh, came to the question about the A's not being able to generate enough tax revenue to pay back their debts, uh, a scenario which would then pass those costs on to property owners in the area in the way of uh, additional property taxes. His response was that the revenue streams generated by the stadium project have been reviewed for reasonableness and adjusted when appropriate to do so by um, applied analysis, Goldman Sachs, Hobbs, Ong & Associates, CSL, and PFM. Now, it's worth noting that applied analysis, that first group I mentioned, is the same team that opponents of Howard Terminal used to get the poll results they wanted, and that the A's are now using it to get the numbers that, that work for their argument. The business model of this firm isn't in finding facts. It's in asking just the right questions to just the right people to get you the numbers you need to get your project going. That's their entire purpose. Um, the governor continued that notably... PFM reviewed the estimates on behalf of the Clark County and found that they were reasonable. Now, the word notably um, is doing a lot of heavy lifting there, in my opinion. It seems to suggest that PFM was the only organization of the six named that came back with a reasonable evaluation. If he meant to say that PFM was retained by Clark County independently and their conclusion matched those of the five firms he consulted, there's a better way to word it, 
I just did. But saying notably really makes you wonder what the other five said. Because you've singled that one out. And frankly, if I'm looking at a perfect uh, a project that's putting millions of dollars of public money on the line, reasonable is not the perfect vote of confidence I'm looking for. I can't get into the details of the legislation because honestly, I don't understand half of it. A lot of it sounds like money laundering. Um, you know, it reminds me of that scene from The Office where Kevin was like, you know, I had them explain what money laundering was 10 times and it sounds like what I do here every day. That's kind of what this sounds like here. Um, none of it sounds good for the community at large. And most of it seems like it's diverting funds away from uh, more worthwhile public needs. And these are future funds so that they can come out and say, well, this isn't coming out of the general budget. So we don't have that money. Um, but it, but they're holding back future funds. So the community does not see the benefit of this stadium if those funds are not paid. And they were doing the same thing in, 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 uh, in Oakland when they were doing all these but-for taxes. Um, but I think it's it's a tough sell when you're asking for this much money. Um, and they're, they're given some tax credits which can be sold elsewhere to raise funds um, and Bally's can sell seat rights ahead of construction to help fund the project. And I thought it was notable that the press is saying that Bally's or Bailey's or however you say it, can sell those seat um, res res reservation rights, but the A's can't. So are the A's not even going to be in charge of their own ticketing? I, I don't know what the, what the precedent is for that regarding other stadiums in the area. Um, What's notable is that the site ambiguous legislation we talked about last night is also team ambiguous. And when you couple that with Bally's reserving the right to take this deal off the table or to another team at any point, it doesn't exactly scream, we're getting this done with the A's. And I'm told the Raiders had similar wording in their legislation, but the circumstances surrounding this whole deal are very different with a few more interested parties who could back out and still collect the money for this project. So you've got all these people that can say, no, we're not going to work with you, but we're still going to build a stadium with or without you. So they could toss the A's tomorrow and this project still goes on like, like the A's were never involved in it. And it's odd. Uh, and we'll see if the draft changes by the time it goes before the legislature, but I doubt that it will. All right. What else is there? The commissioner of baseball has said that a vote of MLB owners could happen in mid-June when they meet for the summer meetings, but that would be contingent on Nevada's legislation passing um, through both chambers of their house and being signed off by the governor and the A's finishing their relocation homework, which includes fan interest studies, corporate sponsorship opportunities, and a few other things. And then he went on to say that the A's haven't started any of it. So two years of parallel pathing. And you don't even have the uh, the uh, fan interest studies done. That should have been going on while you're looking for the site. Uh, one could assume that they've started the fan interest research today by releasing the renderings on their Instagram and TikTok accounts. This is the first real mention of Las Vegas since they announced Parallel Paths two years ago on their social media. And those posts are being met with the exact level of enthusiasm you'd expect and it didn't go unnoticed that they haven't posted anything to their Twitter or Facebook feeds where they have a much larger and much more vocal reach. Um, I may not find Cavill as tech savvy as he does, but his silence over the last year is probably the best decision he's made in terms of social media. Um, should he talk to the press more? Absolutely. But he's avoided potentially dozens of embarrassments by staying off of Twitter. 
Um, he's still lurking, though. He 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 likes A's tweets pretty regularly. Did so tonight. But there hasn't been a comment from him uh, officially in quite some time. I'm sure he's got some burner accounts, and I'm sure I've probably already muted them um, unknowingly. But his official account has been uncharacteristically quiet. Um, I think that's about it. This whole thing is just an embarrassment of embarrassments. Progress, like I said last night, is moving by inches, not miles, despite our knee-jerk reaction to treat every new development as if it's the end of the A's in Oakland. Um, we shouldn't. Take a breath. Because they're not asking for new taxes. It only takes a simple majority to pass the House in Nevada. So that's a bit of a setback. So if it passes the House, uh, the first chamber, we, we're getting more in trouble. But even if it passes and it gets signed by the governor, it's not done. It's just like we said, we're not going to believe that it's going to happen at Howard Terminal till dirt shovels in the dirt. Don't believe that it's going to happen in Vegas until the first pitch. Because even if the stadium gets built, um, these people can toss it. The, the A's are just tenants. They can toss them. Um, and, and besides the fact that even if it passes, they still need to get clearances from MLB owners and the FAA. And we don't know what the FAA restrictions are going to be if they need to see final renderings before they can make those kind of decisions or if they're just going to give uh, the A's a set of rules that you have to abide by um, to get our clearance. I don't know which direction that goes, but there's still lots of hurdles ahead. And if public support for the team doesn't turn up, in their due diligence, there's still hope that they'll come back to Oakland. And also I think the uh, ambiguous language in all of these these deals on both sides, government and private still gives my big conspiracy theory, some credence and would definitely mean the A's could come back uh, to talks with Oakland at any point. Cause I've said all along that uh, the A's have no interest in moving to Las Vegas. John Fisher has no interest in leaving the Bay area. He wants his legacy where his family's legacy is even though his family's legacy is closing down the Gap store in San Francisco. Um, so I think they uh, definitely wanted to stay. Still don't know if that's going to happen, but I think their intention was always to stay and that they've used Las Vegas as a way to leverage against the city of Oakland to get their plan going faster or whatever and do the due diligence for expansion. So when this whole deal falls apart for the A's, Manfred could go in and go, well, look, uh, to the other 29 owners, they got all the paperwork, they got the legal clearances, they got the land, they've got the everything's done. Let's put an expansion team there and we'll thank the A's for doing all that by giving them a little bit more of the expansion money. Right? So it's a win-win for everybody. I I think that's likely how it started. I don't know how it's going to end up um you know since Oakland called their bluff on it. But all this ambiguity in there leaves it open for that to still happen. So we've got options it's not time to lose hope yet. Um, I think it's fair to be pissed, though. Going into the live chat, we've got Ginger here saying, this whole thing is so weird. No location mentioned, no team mentioned. Seems like a uh, not-too-actual scale rendering of a stadium. Yeah, it, the whole thing. It's like they say, oh, we'll give you one block of land, and they go, well, here's our design for 17 blocks. And my friend Jason, who runs the uh, Locked on A's podcast, is that what it's called? I screwed it up once before. Um, he put that picture of, of Zoolander with the, with the miniature model and it'll be like what the A's proposed and it's today's rendering and then what the A's will actually get. And it's that Zoolander model. That's, you know, super tiny. 
Um, did anyone ask Manfred if MLB still intends to waive the lo- relocation fee? I think that's a done deal. I don't know that it has been asked again uh, in this recent spat. He's gotten a lot of questions because he's actually in Milwaukee this week and the San Francisco Giants are in Milwaukee. So there are Bay Area reporters there. And so a lot of questions have actually been coming for Manfred and he's been a little bit public um, this week, which is uncharacteristic. Usually we only hear about stadium stuff around the all-star game in the world series. So this is a little bit earlier in the season for that. But um, as far as I know, I haven't seen anybody report that they asked it again. I, I think that's a done deal. I don't know what kind of deal he had to do with the other owners to say um, their share of, I think relocation fees are about a half a billion dollars. That's not nothing, you know, split 29 ways. That's not nothing. Um, but it's my understanding that he as commissioner can unilaterally do that. He doesn't need um, ownership to vote on that or anything. Um, Ginger again says, I'm totally on board with your conspiracy theory. This is like when Trump won in 2016, they both had no idea what to do. I, yeah. It's, it's, I, it's like they walked into this thing and they were like, we are going to, they're going to give us everything we want and we're going to put a little bit of le- leverage on them. And it's all going to be done. And when that leverage snapped and shifted 100% to Oakland, they had no idea what to do. And now they're stuck with this, uh, which would explain why there were no renderings done on a site that they've been looking at for two years. Uh, And then Daniel here says, most interesting part about this, Fisher has zero press conferences. Mark Davis would give an interview to anyone that wanted one. Also, where is the bill? Today was the last day to introduce a bill. I don't know that today was the last day to introduce a bill. They're doing a marathon sessions. Um, the Democrats had said like two weeks ago, was it? that Because they want to have the time to do their due diligence. They've got about 10 days, I think, left in their session. The bill is supposedly getting introduced tonight. Um, let me check Twitter here. It might be happening as I'm typing this or speaking this these words. Okay, so nine minutes ago, Oakland's bill, SB 509, is formally introduced and moved to the Senate Finance Committee. So it's now in committee. Now, it could stay there for a while. I don't know how long these things take in Nevada, if they have the opportunity um, to expedite things there uh, because of where they are in the legislative session. But I also know that this is not a top priority unless the governor has said he will sign the bill. So the, the, the legislation is now in the Nevada legislature do with that information, what you will. I still don't think this is the, the mile forward that, um, that it feels like it is. This is just another inch. Um, Ginger says they keep changing the date. They'll deliver the bill. Just like they keep moving the goalposts in Oakland. Exactly. It has been, we'll deliver the bill tomorrow every day for three weeks now. And if I'm in the legislature and I see the kind of public response this is getting, which has not been favorable. Um, and I'm being dicked around by these guys like this. I, I would just shoot it down and, and without even looking at it. Right. The, regardless of what benefits um, you think the stadium might have for your community, there is no setback for not doing it. The worst that'll happen is that they are continuing doing business exactly as they are. And they're Las Vegas. They're doing business just fine. They're, they're not, having a hard time making money. They may not be spending it all in the right places, but they're not having a hard time making money. They don't have a hard time raising more money. So there, there's no setback to, to them waiting. 
And I don't particularly think there's much benefit to them rushing this through in general. I'm not positive Las Vegas is a great market for baseball, period. But if it is, it needs to be an expansion team. You know, we talked about it on last night's episode, if if you could have actually um, stomached the audio issues. And Kim brought up a great point where she's like, you know, you've got the Vegas Knights who have a loyal local fan following right out of the gate. I mean, it helps that they were good quickly, but they've got a loyal local fan following. The Raiders are a visiting team stadium. And the difference there is that the the Knights are local. And I think if baseball has any real intention of having a team there, it needs to be something that the locals can get around. And they've already got a minor league team. So I'm not sure that they, they can even support a major league team. But if they can, I think they're making a mistake, even, irrespective of my wishes that Oakland stays in Oakland. I don't think they can support a major league baseball team. So um, that's it for me. This is a short one. Thank you for listening. Make sure you swing by herohabit.com. Um, people are getting suspended on Twitter left and right lately. So um, we have an A's group there that you can go to, and I won't ban you unless you're a total jerk. Um, and oh, also, if you're still listening or watching, you can go on there and use uprooted as a coupon code and you can save 15% on any of the items we sell there. So that's just a thank you for following this and, um, and subscribing to the podcast. All right. Um, I'll see you guys next week with a regular round table, but there was just so much stuff to do that I thought I kind of wanted to get on here and complain for a few minutes. So have a great night. Um, as of right now, like I said, legislation is in and the A's are losing five to two to the Astros. All right. See what happens next week. Take care, guys.